Today on The Daily Charge, Microsoft bets big on their new dual-screen duos and neos going up against Apple and Samsung, taking a test ride in New York City's first Ubercopter, and the full review of the Galaxy Fold. Good morning and welcome to CNET's Daily Charge. It's Thursday, October 3rd. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. And I'm Scott Stein. And here are today's headlines. After five months of delay, the Samsung Galaxy Fold is now on sale. It's $2,000. It's got a foldable plastic 7.3-inch OLED screen, and its second screen is 4.3 inches on the front. But Scott, will it revolutionize the smartphone? Well, I think Samsung's trying to figure out where, and a lot of companies are trying to figure out where to revolutionize the smartphone. But I think this is not the point to get on board. Looking at Jessica's review on CNET, uh, it's expensive. Uh, Mm. It doesn't have the water and dust resistance. It's a fragile phone. Battery life is shorter. Uh, Nobody has figured out really how how to use these screens uh, with yeah. software and apps. So these are a huge amount of drawbacks uh, on a $2,000 phone compared to anything else on the market um, that Samsung or anyone else makes. So it, it, you can tell between this and Microsoft that people are trying to figure out the future, but we're not there yet. And you're basically buying a, a prototype concept device uh, at a premium. So one thing that Jessica mentions at the end of her video review is that uh, foldable phones are not an inevitability. We're still kind of like groping around to try to figure out right. what the future of smartphones are. What's your perspective on that? Because you write a ton about phones. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the iPhone has been very incremental the past couple of years, but there is this expectation that eventually Apple will get into a foldable phone. Do you see it as a potential inevitability or is this at least something that, that we're going to be dabbling around with with smartphones for at least the next couple of years? I think we're definitely going to take stabs at it. But I look at phones and future tech and I, I use a lot of different devices. I mean, I'm not saying everyone will do this, but I wear a lot of things on my face. I will experiment with, you know, VR and AR. I think about like where those screens are coming from. Maybe it's on the phone. Maybe it's something you're casting to. I still like the idea of phones that connect to something else and become like a Samsung DeX. Yeah, becomes a monitor for a computer. It connects to your TV. We've talked about that for years and we're not really there still, but it's obviously technically possible. Uh, I think that uh, there's a convenience to folding it open, but I think the ways that you get your second screen and your extra information are going to come from all over the place. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's the promise of 5G. That's the promise of like this, this super streaming interconnected life. So so by the time we get to dual screens, I feel like we're also going to have many other ways to tackle that. Uh, so I like it, but you know, I didn't like the Nintendo DS when it came out, and then I liked it later. So maybe I'll change my mind on folding phones, but they seem cumbersome to me. Well, speaking of the Nintendo DS, yeah. Microsoft <laughs> got to bring it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was a little <laughs> mean, but I'm going to do it anyway. Microsoft introduced another concept for the folding phone at its launch event yesterday, the Microsoft Surface Duo. It has two 5.6-inch displays connected by a hinge in the middle. It also doesn't come out until later next year. Right. So this is kind of a hinge instead of a crease. Mm-hmm. Uh, how revolutionary do you look at this or do you just think it's kind of two displays pasted together well other phones have done this too and we've listed them on cnet and there have been hinged dual screen phones but microsoft doing this is really exciting and interesting i think it's a it's a bet on again trying to figure out that future i I think i like 
the laptop one, the Neo, more. Mm, the bigger the, one. Yeah, yeah, because I think you're, you're going to unfold it and use it like a laptop. And I love that keyboard. So you have a real physical keyboard that's going to shift around and become the trackpad or the touch bar thing, which they call Wonder Bar. But... <laughs> whatever so that, that's that but that's trying to figure out like i don't want to type on a screen but i want a keyboard and it looks like the super ipad uh that's exciting the other one is a bigger phone it's it's two 5.6 inch display so it's a it's a big whatever that right, is that's the duo the yeah. duo which is a but what's fascinating to me is the the collaboration with google and android microsoft plus google android to me says that Google can obviously work on making dual screen phones now, but maybe the use cases aren't there. Microsoft is a practically minded productivity company. So this is a year long task to figure out, can we come up with functional things, which I'm sure they will. So I think that's a great, that's a great company to put on tackling that challenge and will benefit all the Android folding phones. Sure. Okay. It sounds promising. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it, but it's like a absolutely. It's a, it's a research project. It's like it's. I, we'll I, see I, what it is when it I gets there. I agree with you on that. However, yeah. uh, if anything, people have started to get a little bit uncomfortable with the creeping prices in phones. Yeah, we don't and know. This is, this is potentially doubling the price of a thousand dollar phone. We already right. know the fold is two thousand uh, dollars. This phone, the Duo, is probably going to be really expensive. They're bound too. to be expensive. Do you think people are going to balk at this and you know? Only neo hipsters are going to be really interested neo in purchasing hipsters. these. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think people will balk at it or would just choose not to get it. I think this is something again, like they're going to lead with this as a future move, have it bleed down into other types of products that kind of happen with other. I and mean, there have been tons of weird Windows laptops and devices over the past number of years. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is almost like just more of that plus Android. Uh, I think. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people do it. I think it's it's good if it's an all-in-one do-everything thing. Like if it's your laptop, if it's your tablet, if it's your communicator or whatever you want to call well, it. You're paying enough for it. You're paying enough. You would, that it, you would hope so. It better be. Yeah, it's like your car. So so hopefully it's that. The fact that they have two devices, though, suggests that they haven't quite solved the do-everything between all of it. Because you do have to now pick the small or large. How small is that small? Is it? it does it feel good to type on? How many apps are going to be working nicely in yeah, that Yeah, which one Android? is going to be more like a laptop? I, I wonder if the right. Neo, which is the bigger one, is almost like a laptop. Either way, I, I think I, the I Neo wanna, is going to feel more Microsoft-y. Yeah. I do want to get to one more story. This is not about foldable phones, unfortunately, but maybe a phone will do this one day. Uber is making its Uber copter service to JFK Airport available to all its customers around New York City. You pay $200 to get a drive to a helipad, then a helicopter to the airport. The total time in the air is about eight minutes. Would you use this service, 200 bucks to the airport, fairly seamlessly, and you get a nice view of stuff? It's amazing. It's like a John Carpenter movie in 2019. Like, it's, sure. escaping, it's escaping Manhattan for real in a, in a helicopter. It, the price does not seem as high as I thought it would be. No, no, it like, doesn't. But then again, like, a lot of this stuff is subsidized, I would think, starting off. Sure. Um, it, hey, if that goes from New Jersey to JFK, that would be pretty snazzy for, for 200 Sure, in in a pinch, and then how many are there available? Like, would you, you know, if suddenly it seems like an emergency move, like yeah. traffic is backed up, I need to make my flight, but will it be available to escape the city at that point <laughs> in the event of your emergency? <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, zombie, zombie apocalypse, and then the Uber helicopter is not there. Uh, so, uh, 
it's the price seems surprisingly good. I, I might even I don't try it for that price. Yeah. I'm envious that Tim Stevens got to try it out. Um, he did, right? That, yes. That was, yeah. And check yeah. out the video. Definitely. The video is right. a lot of fun. So it's crazy for the daily charge. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. And I'm Scott Stein. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Can't get enough? Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.